Hello, and welcome to another edition of Great Companies, Great Leaders. I am just so honored and thrilled today to have with us Isabel Rakestraw, co-founder and president of Grand Canyon University's Women in Business Club. Welcome. Christine, thank you so much for having me. It's really great to have you. A little bit about Isabel. We always like to start with a bio and just share with our listeners who we're talking to. So Isabel is a junior at Grand Canyon University, majoring in business management. And during her time there, she has co-founded GCU's Women in Business Club, which is amazing, which has mm-hmm. grown to over 700 members. That is just unbelievable. Honestly, congratulations. That is Thank huge. Thank you, Christine. Just shows you what a need there was, right? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. While leading that, she's worked for the university's partner company, Grand Canyon Education in Employee Relations. Isabel's passionate about cultivating community, providing learning opportunities for GCU business students, and serving those around her to the best of her ability. Welcome. Thank you so much, Christine. Appreciate it. So we're going to start like we always start because I think it's interesting for listeners to know just a little bit about who you are and your journey. Like, how did you get to where you are today? And and why is your passion around women in business? So wherever you want to start. Absolutely. Well, hey, again, thanks so much for having me. And um, I am a little bit of a different case because I'm 20 years old. And so uh, my career journey isn't too long, um, but I was blessed enough to have it start in high school. And so uh, in high school, I worked at Caterpillar, which is, uh, if you're not from the Midwest, it is the big yellow machinery. It's huge in the Midwest and especially where I grew up in. Um, And so in high school, I had the opportunity to uh, work as a marketing intern and um, more specifically a marketing intern in their defense sector of the business. And so that was extremely interesting, just honestly getting to know how to learn Outlook and all those applications. Um, Those leaders at that company were just so gracious to me being in high school. Um, And I feel like that really set me up and propelled me going into college then, um, kind of knowing uh, what a business looks like, already starting to build my business acumen. And it also just showed me, hey, I really do like business. So um, Caterpillar, they have an awesome program for high schoolers. And I always encourage people to do that because it set me up for success going into college, knowing that I already knew I wanted to get into business. And so coming to GCU as a freshman, uh, uh, it was, I made it my goal to get involved with a lot. And so in doing that, um, I just recognized, uh, just the need for a mentor to help me navigate, you know, what do I actually like to do? Uh, what are my passions? And, through um, that, I found a great mentor named Havla, who was my RA at the time. I've done a lot of life with Havla now. Um, she's a she's a great friend, and um, we would just talk with each other and uh, talk about this need, as you know, more specifically from a freshman perspective, uh, just really yearning for women community and women to do life alongside with, and uh, women to make decisions with, and just to learn in a comfortable environment together because. Um, you know, in the past, business was very male dominated. And uh, now we see that kind of changing for the better. But um, we saw that need for the community, um, especially being a freshman and not knowing, you know, what I really want to do or what circles I want to run around with. So um, 
when we noticed that need together, we went ahead and just started building out this concept of a women in business club. And uh, we got some awesome girls to come alongside us and to help us build that. Um, and now it is where it is today with um, about 700 members um, and a mentorship program of 200 members. Uh, and so it has really flourished. And uh, like you said, that, you know, other girls saw the need for this too. And so we as a club, we, you know, we put on events, uh, for example, upcoming event is Girls on the Green, where we take our club members to go learn how to golf. Uh, we have a conference coming up, uh, focusing on the importance of community in the workspace, which you're speaking at. Uh, yes, all the fun stuff. And um, so that's really our goal is to cater events uh, to these women and to uh, provide them with the knowledge that they'll need going out of the workforce and also to provide them with the connections that they need, um, you know, going out into the workforce. So that is a little snapshot of my career journey. And, you know, in addition to women in business, I work, like you mentioned, as an employer relations student worker here at the uh, university. And so I was actually provided that opportunity through a woman that I met through women in business. So it all connects and it has just been so awesome uh, getting to learn that side of the university and um, just getting to support employees. I love people. And so um, that's how I kind of landed in this role. And I love it so far. So that's a little bit about me and just what I do and where I'm at. But yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to dive in. You yeah. know, um, so I know we've talked about this before, but a um, a very close friend and I and colleague started the Foundation for Female Equity and Inclusion a couple of years ago. And that was born out of our career experiences, right? Realizing that employers and women in the in our local communities needed a place to come to to understand how can they do better in business and and what can they learn better differently and what are the best practices for women in business and so um, I love that we're so aligned in that area and I was thinking as you were talking how amazing it is that these women have this at the very beginning of their career and they have the mentorship and the sponsorship and the support and the community most of all the community the network to tap into you said it so well about Havala in terms of doing life together doing so much of life together and you know it's such a it's such a great time in terms of women helping other women there's been other generations that can much more um, competitive with one another and because there was very limited seats at the table and not that there's tons more today but there are more mm -hmm. and oh, and this this club and what you're providing I feel like is just so amazing in terms of what women need at the very beginning Absolutely. And it has been so cool to see just women professionals in the Valley, Valley and even, you know, male professionals rally around our club and just being so willing to pour their resources and knowledge into the club. I mean, it has just been, I mean, a little bit overwhelming just how many supporters we have. And it's been just the biggest blessing. Um, so it, it is definitely, I was asked the question the other day, you know, did you expect this when starting the club? And you know, I thought it was going to be a sweet community of about 50 girls who get together and it has, you know, skyrocketed and it's been amazing. Um, and so it definitely has like surprised me beyond belief. And it's, it's been awesome to see the community rally around the club too. So, yeah. 
So, you know, the women's leadership conference that we did last year, Mm -hmm. very similar response. And we're doing it again this year, October 13th, location. And we're doing it longer because everyone that came said, please, please do it longer. But to your point, Mm -hmm. um, we were very surprised at the response in terms of women just seeking that community connection and seeking that place to get hear great content, hear from speakers and connect with one another, right? We had men attend, which was amazing. And they were asking, how can we best support the women, not only in our company, but in our community? So um, I love, I love what you're doing. I love that you're providing that, that space for women. So let's talk a little bit about leadership. What do you think when you think about leaders from your perspective, starting out in your career, what is one characteristic that you think every leader should possess? And does that make them a great leader? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say just through my experience, uh, the best leaders that I have you know, been blessed to follow have been those that are just rooted in servant hardness and uh, their desire is to serve their followers. And that's been something that I have continuously, you know, prayed that I would be as a leader um, because from a follower, uh, when a leader can lead you in that way and um, can level themselves down with you and um, just, you know, humble themselves with you and teach you. um, I feel like that is when it creates the most comfortable environment to uh, work and be creative and uh, to, you know, be truly who you are called to be. And so I have experienced that, you know, so much with, again, Havala, she led me in a way that was uh, just so rooted in servant heartedness. You know, what can I do for you, Belle? How can I make today better for you? Um, my HR leaders now at the company, they are so rooted in servant heartedness and are constantly looking for ways to uh, grow me and develop me. Um, and that is just so well, well received um, to me as a follower. And uh, I think, you know, just humility is huge mm. as a leader. Um I don't think many people react well to leaders who assert their power um, over their followers. And so um, just coming from my perspective, uh, I would say servant heartedness. And I don't know, Christine, if you've had the experience um, of doing that uh, or following somebody who is servant hearted, but, uh, and that's huge that we preach here at the College of Business is how to be servant leaders. Um, and I actually took a class on it last semester and just, um, it's so well received and um I think that, you know, in order to truly be a leader, um, you have to be willing to follow first and you have to be willing to serve first. So yes, that, that is my take. Uh, I'm curious what you think, Christine. I agree with you. I've worked for all different kinds of leaders and I think that's helped shape me into the type of leader that I wanted to be, especially mm-hmm. owning my own organization and running my own organization and having teams in a different way outside of a corporate fortune 500 company. But you know, the leaders that had the best results were leaders that focused on their people, right? So understanding that the way things are getting done isn't, at that time, it wasn't robots and computers. It was, you know, really people, and it still is people. We have more AI, we have more technology, we have, you know, great innovation, but we still need people. And we don't have leaders who are humble and leaders that are focused on their people. I think it's very difficult 
Absolutely. And, you know, being a believer, I look at the ultimate leader, and that was Jesus, who, you know, humbled himself and came to this world and um, served us. And I think that is such a great model. Um, And that is the ultimate leader that I could ever look to. And so uh, I think just constantly like aiming to, you know, be um, made more like him and to, you know, wash, you know, my disciples be like he did, um, or whatever that might be. But, uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been sweet to just follow leaders who do that and who model Jesus so well in the workspace. Um, it has been such a blessing just to learn from them. And that's, uh, something that I constantly want to work towards and, uh, you know, learn more. So leaders that I that leave a space for me and leave an imprint, I'll say, they've rolled up their sleeves, right? They've rolled mm. up their sleeves and they jump in and they support and they help. It doesn't mean they step out of their leadership role, but they roll right. up their sleeves. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, they're they doing what what everyone's doing to, um, yes. to achieve the goal. Absolutely, Christine. So I know you are again, you're starting out, which is so awesome because you have a different lens you're looking through and a different perspective. And I think that's refreshing. And mm. I'm hoping that, other people your age, as well as seasoned leaders are listening because your insights, I think, are so important to leadership and reminding us what leadership is about. So when you think about the position you had at Caterpillar and you think about your position today, mm-hmm. what advice would you give someone? You know, not everyone, when you're thinking about your roles today, you're not leading Caterpillar, you're not leading HR, you're not yet, yeah. you will be. Mm-hmm. But, right, right. But what advice would you give someone sitting in your position? What advice would you give someone going into a leadership position? Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, just, you know, being where I'm at and the experience that I have had, uh, I would say meeting your people where they're at is just mm. huge. Um, for example, you know, going back to Caterpillar, uh, when I was a high schooler, I all I knew was all I knew in high school. And those leaders really met me where I was at and taught me how to schedule a meeting on Outlook. Um, They taught me those things that, you know, now looking back, I'm like, oh my goodness, I should have totally known that. Um, But they met me where I'm at and they taught me and they, they took the time and they had patience um, to, you know, walk me um, or like walk alongside me. And so, um, that is huge as a follower. And that makes me want to rally behind a leader and um, be extremely loyal to them because they met me where I was at. They taught me, um, they had patience with me, they listened. Uh, and that's been huge, you know, for me now, uh, leading the Women in Business Club, it's all volunteer work. The The leadership team, they all volunteer and donate their time to pour into that club. And so it's huge to and meet them where they're at because first off they're not paid and second off we're college students uh we're still figuring it out and so um that's been a a lesson that has been super fun to learn is just how can I you know meet them where they're at and support them where they're at um is this a busy week uh do they know what I'm asking of them um and so that has been just a huge life changer for me um especially the age that I am is when leaders can meet me where I'm at and and walk alongside me that is so amazing. And just so you know, sitting on this side of the fence, we're all still figuring it out, regardless of our age and stage, yeah. because seasons change and careers pivot and change. And, and then you have a new chapter to figure out. So it's, it's an awesome journey, right? Mm-hmm. And meeting people where they're at is just such an eye-opening revelation in terms of 
what we also do, which is meeting organizations where they're at, because there's a lot of organizations that are doing well. There's organizations that are doing just okay, but their leadership matters and meeting people where they're at is so important. So I love that you said that. Mm, thanks, Christine. Yeah, yeah, that has been huge for me. <laughs> Can you share a little bit about someone who's had a tremendous impact on you as a leader? Because you are a leader in so many respects in terms of the Women in Business Club and just the women around you that you mentor that I know um, are learning amazing things from you. But who's who's had a tremendous impact on you? Yeah, you know, this is a fun story. Um, as I was talking about, I, I now work in employee relations and it was a fun story how I got there. We actually had our our first ever women in business event and um, we invited some of the uh, GCU and GCE executive team to uh, join us, some of the women from the executive team. And uh, one of those women was Renee Green, who is our vice president of HR. And she learned about my interest in HR and um, just made an effort to pull me aside and um, talk to me about it and um, initiated, you know, getting coffee with one another. And um, we got coffee and she she heard, you know, my interest in um, maybe my experience that I already had in HR. And she created a role for me to come in wow. um, where she thought that I could learn a lot and that I could get a true um, experience in HR. And that was amazing. Like Renee is our, you know, our leader of HR, yet she took her time out of her day um, and made an effort to create a role for me to learn and to get exposure to HR and to just truly see if I like it with no pressure to like it. And that was huge to me. And I think that I was able to learn a lot from that and uh, just learn a lot about who I want to be as a leader in the future. Um, and she still leads like that constantly. She has poured so much into our Women in Business Club and just seeing her around the office, she stops to talk to everyone and ask how their day is and just takes the time to be with them. And so I think she's truly a leader who um, comes from a servant heart and she, she does a really good job at meeting her people where they're at. And, uh, you know, being in HR, it's an interesting balance because uh, you, in a sense, are given this sort of power. And I think that Renee handles that with such grace and um, she's so elegant and I have just learned so much from her, um, and how she's, you know, poured into my life. And even to the point where my mom was in town and she got lunch with me and my mom, like she is awesome. Wow. And she truly gets to know about our people and cares about our people. So, uh, if I had to say anyone, I would definitely have to say, uh, my, my fearless HR leader, Renee, she's amazing. Shout out to Renee. That's yes, awesome. And absolutely. she's leaving an imprint for you as you go forward and absolutely. you know you're not graduating yet but very soon yeah. and and when you do you'll take those lessons with you which is awesome absolutely I will you you betcha <laughs> so in closing Belle let's just talk a little bit I like to ask everyone who their hero is because um mm -hmm. I'm doing a little test actually okay. <laughs> that is so fun because I'm just interested to know who, who's your hero and so is our audience and 90% of the time people say this person. So I'm interested to know who is your hero? Oh boy. No pressure. Well, I have one hero on this earth and then one that okay. is in heaven. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um, I would say on this earth, my mom, she has just See? been is there that the one? Yes. <laughs> that is she is amazing. I mean, 
talk about a servant heart. She loved me so well growing up and she, she stayed at home, but also worked. She was part-time and just gave me the best experience as a kid. Um, she was always looking for ways to make my day better. Um, and just really modeled like what I want to be as a mom. And she is seriously my hero. Um, she was even texting me this morning, just scripture and prayer. And, um, she has been an amazing supporter and also my dad too. They both love me so well. Um, and they have just, yeah, they've loved me so well and supported me in everything that I do. And uh, they are the best. But in addition to that, I would say the Lord, he has just completely blessed me and um, provided so much. And he has his provision on my life has been amazing. And uh, just the community that he's blessed me with has been um, such a blessing to learn from them. And uh, yeah, so those are my two heroes, Christine. What a okay. fun question. I love it. Yeah. And you know, moms, 90% of the time, that's what people say. And I'm, I'm so amazed at the answer. I mean, I love it being a mom myself. I love it, but it's the one job that doesn't come with an instruction manual for your children. Right? So Absolutely. when you were born, no one handed your parents a manual and said, here's how to raise bell. Right. 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 And now as people um, you know, are older, they're like, my mom is my hero. I'm like, that's just amazing. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Moms are the best. And, <laughs> um, I'm so thankful for mine. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, that's Thank so you so much for being with us today. Will you come back again? And oh, anytime. Anytime, Christine. What you're doing and how women in business is going. And just really appreciate you being with us. Oh, it was such a blessing to join. And I'm, I'll come back anytime you invite me, Christine. Great. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Brightworks Consulting hosts this podcast and YouTube channel to spotlight the leadership around the world that is changing lives. Brightworks offers a myriad of consulting services in the public and private sector to include diversity, equity, and inclusion solutions for any size company. You can find us at www.brightworksconsulting.com. We're honored to have Best Companies AZ as a presenting sponsor for this podcast. Best Companies AZ is your number one source for regional employer branding. You can find them at www.bestcompaniesaz.com.